0: I think really what I want to know is what's it like being in the Muppets?
1: Uh, the puppets?
2: How is it the day-to-day business, with McCormick the Frog?
1: It's, uh, you know, it, it's not easy having to put on that big nose every day. <laughs> but I do what I got to do.
2: Whatever whatever pays the bills.
0: Whatever. Pays so, the David, bills. who is this guy?
2: All right. So we are closer to a title. And I'm going to roll with it right now as the first official introduction. Hopefully, it does stand as the first official introduction. Our podcast, leaning heavily towards Sergio and David Presents. So, Sergio and David proudly present my good friend, Gonzo, or otherwise known as Gonzalo.
1: I really like that name. If it's a a style of the show, really.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about your own name. No. (laughs) I had no
1: say in that. (laughs) That was given to
2: me um let's see a little brief summary about gonzo um actually this is gonna be fun because i only know gonzo through proximity because of my two other friends eros and sam i know gonzo is very good at soccer he grew up playing soccer born in cuba came to the united states at i want to say what four five three, six three 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 years old so i just completely missed all the numbers
1: basically but raised here born yeah raised, there, raised here
2: basic miami story as most people are
0: right well, okay, but for someone who doesn't know what the Miami story is, what is the Miami story? You know, came
1: here three with my with my parents. Um, first five years lived with uh, family members that I didn't really know. Really? They're like uh, part families of my dad's. Are you like so close nothing, to no them today or no? No uncles, no. We don't even talk. Like We just stayed there out of necessity. For five us, years?
2: Yeah. And then you just decided... Well, I mean, not, you okay. don't really have a say in it, but your family just drifted apart?
1: Not drifted apart. My parents got and worked, got enough money, and they got their own little apartment.
2: No, man, From no, there
1: I, on, we worked our, our way up.
2: No, I get that. I get that. No, yeah, basically, it's the Miami, the whole, like, immigrant story. You come here, you work your way up. It's not too much different than what you hear from, like, anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But I've just found that surprising, especially, like, in Hispanic families, or I guess, Cuban families, from our experiences. That if someone lets you in for five years, like you'd still be like part of their family, or still be close to them,
1: yeah. I mean, but I guess with time, people grow apart,
2: oh, yeah. I guess I'm assuming. I mean, that's not my personal life, that's not enough.
1: I mean, when living there, we were close, no, but yeah. Since moving out, just you know, drifted we, apart, yeah.
2: I've noticed that a lot. That's been a big theme of this holiday season, just like the drifting apart of families, especially.
0: Is that the theme of Christmas 2019? <laughs> I'm not How sure.
2: So. If, I'm not sure if that's the theme of the holiday season, but it has been. I've noticed that a lot, especially in Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving, as I said before, it's been a Thanksgiving dinner. It's been going on for like 20, 25 years at my uncle's house, on my father's side. And that's like the more American side of the family, even though we're all Cuban. But this year we had literally like eight people when it used to be like a 25 person dinner. Yeah, But that's because everyone's just now living in different places or with their girlfriends or boyfriends. And it was just weird to see like how small the nuclear unit has like shrunk. Mm-hmm. And compared to Christmas dinner, which was two nights ago. And I was like, you know, it felt like more how it usually is. But it's just like Thanksgiving, like for me, Thanksgiving is the family. Is the family holiday. Christmas, like, yeah, okay. Or like no chewing, like, okay. But like Thanksgiving is like more a formality where you sit down, you have a meal. And you shoot the bull for two, three, four, or five hours. But that's been like the big thing I've noticed with, like this holiday season. That's been like more pronounced compared to other holiday seasons, even comp- when I started college and all that. and I was like away from Miami. Um, just everyone has their own lives right now. And like that's so weird. Just the family just like disintegrates more almost. so than, than before. I more mean, so than before because like I said, how do you go from a 20 person dinner down to eight?
0: Okay, but who. How, okay, how many kids were a part of that twenty person dinner? Right, I was the only one. You were the only child in that twenty person dinner.
2: Well, child from like the younger, you know what I mean.
0: What about your sister? Your sister wasn't a part she of. The was New York. She was in New York. She wasn't. No, not even New York. She was in Sweden visiting her. Oh, you mean as recent as a few years ago?
2: No, as recent even as a few years ago, like this about like it was very pronounced this year. I'm like,
0: oh wow. mm Hmm. Well, yeah. I don't know. How was your Christmas? Was it small?
1: Well, basically, my family how we do Christmas is. Nochebuena. basically we do every we get the gathering there um, which is not it's my my grandma my uncle my aunt and my cousins and we eat and then we open the gifts at 12 you do that yeah wow oh. and then Christmas is basically just we just stay at home and relax and
2: you don't go anywhere for
1: Christmas no we just relax we basically do the celebration <laughs> thing on the 24th and the twenty fifth, we just you know chill at home.
2: I always do. I guess my family's always do the this, this the more American practice where we wake up and then we open. We yeah, run no, to the that, Christmas that, that's ring.
3: how
0: we've done it for for a while. Although my stepdad did try to pitch opening the gifts at midnight at midnight we've this year. We've never done
1: that. I think when you're younger, like when I, I remember when I was like probably like twelve doing that. Mm-hmm. But as when my uncle and grandma came from from cuba we just do it the 12 because no one's gonna come early in the morning to get together open gifts because yeah. we like to open gifts together that's true that everybody makes, together
2: and that's a very hispanic thing last year when i was with uh my ex they did the same thing at 12 we all went to like
0: her apartment and do all the open gifts and i found that so odd it was, yeah that is odd at least to me right because yeah, we've all in this family we've always been a christmas morning we make kind breakfast family. We make the cookies We make the cinnamon rolls oh we don't even bother with breakfast Fucking kids wake everybody up and it's like, all right, it's time to open these presents. I, I know, it's remember. It's groggy as hell, you know? I
2: remember that, those good old days waking up. It's Christmas, it's Christmas. Waking up my parents and you know how suspicious that would be that uh, my dad would like run to, he'd make up some like BS, he'd like run to the garage and be like, oh, and like the next thing we know, like all presents would appear. I'd be like, where's Santa? Like he didn't like drop off gifts and so my dad would be like, oh, Santa, oh, look, he left them in the garage. Uh. <laughs>
3: that's interesting
2: i've always
1: like when i was younger not now obviously but but younger when you do that uh like them during the morning Mm -hmm. and you get something like that your parents got you but you didn't ask for but as a little kid you think santa's real so you're not worried about your parents when you say this gift sucks Mm -hmm. (laughs) your parents are right behind you thinking that you're gonna like it like why did santa bring me this i did that once
2: what was that gift if you remember
1: it was uh i think i asked for for an electric scooter and i got and i got a a tin of pokemon cards (laughs) because at at that time those electric scooters were expensive and Mm -hmm. my parents couldn't afford that so they got me a tin of pokemon cards and i'm like what is this i don't want this oh my god (laughs) what is i'll never forget that i felt so bad like after after no not after because but when they told me all of this and they told me the story
2: Oh, because obviously then years I later than Santa. Yeah. Oh, damn.
1: I was I was little.
2: No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've all I remember me getting like upset whenever. Oh, my God. I remember my uncle. All right. Story time. So my family is very weird when it comes to aunts in my family, my mother's aunts side, specifically aunts specifically, okay. technically now on my father's side, I have two aunts, Maria and Lily. But it's really weird. It's not weird. They're both fantastic women. But Lily's been with my uncle since I was born. My other uncle, he got divorced. And he married this woman named Maria. And I was like three, four, five. Fantastic woman. But for some reason, I don't know why everyone would always call her just like Maria and not like Dia. I've only I've only started making an effort in the last couple of years to call her Dia because... She's my Thea. She's like awesome and all that. But the only thing is that she lives in Pembroke Pines. So, like, that family's like kind of far, but I've been making more of an effort. So, I always try to call everyone Thea. So, my uncle's ex wife, we still like know her and all that. So, she's still Thea. My godmother on my, well, my godmother is one of my uncle's ex girlfriends on my mom's side. And I still call her Thea. And his other ex girlfriend, I still call her Thea. So I have a bunch of fake aunts that I just consider just theas. Um, but I remember one of like my, my fake theas got me like a, I was like, I want okay I'm I'm gonna feel like a piece of shit because I'm wondering like <laughs> when is the age limit so when you could like stop being a little kid where it's like oh he's just a little kid or whatever like oh it's kind of cute that he gets mad or like if he doesn't get a toy or whatever. I'm bordering like 10, 11 here so got s-
1: that's a little too old.
2: Oh fuck me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i would say six or seven
2: fuck me then but
1: uh, like i said your parents always tell you you remember just to say thank you even if you don't you
2: know, i don't right? I, no, my by parents then, were, I definitely have that talk my, my parents, parents yeah. raised me super good but i don't i don't remember having that conversation maybe right after because i've made because i've never had that experience i don't know what it was but um one of my Diaz got me uh, this dress shirt and it was like beige colored and i hate the color beige it's just weird because like we're like beige. I mean, I'm more white than you guys, but like we're all like kind of beige colored, you get me? Yeah. So I'm just I just felt like everything beige just looks weird in my opinion on me. So I'm like, no, I don't want another dress shirt. Out loud <laughs> just like that in front of her. And I just gave it to my mom and I just <laughs> walked off. And I felt so fucking bad after that. But I mean, it was okay. I That's I still messed
3: up. That's worse than mine. I
2: honestly. know, yeah. I like I I definitely <laughs> yeah it is messed up but i mean i still talk to her i still love her one of my fake diaz
0: you wear the beige shirt every time you see her
2: (laughs) funny enough i actually did wear that beige shirt a lot i actually started i grew to like it over the years oh wow i always say i don't wear it now because
0: that's what we call an arc yeah that's
2: a redemption arc (laughs) the david beige shirt redemption arc um but yeah i remember that just clothes back then would always just be like well, would Santa give me this? Like, I did not ask for this. But there's also a lot of gifts that, like, I—that's the whole childhood story. You get a gift and you forget, like, you forget about like a month later. I felt like that, especially when it came to toys, not video games. Toys. Mm. I remember the coolest gift I thought was—you guys remember Lincoln Logs? Of yeah. course. Not Legos, like those Lincoln Logs, yeah, right? Yeah, the one you build cabins. What yes. Cabins out of exactly. There? I got so hyped when I got a set of Lincoln Logs.
1: Those were the shit back then, bro. They right? were
2: very cool. And we got them from, like, I remember, like, in Toys R Us when that was still a thing. Remember the one on, Kendall? on Rest Kendall Drive? in Kendall? by yes. the way. Yes. yes. RIP Toys R Us. Well, they're coming back. They
0: someone, are? someone bought the brand, and they're going to be more like boutique stores. You know, oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, know, that's good. But, like I mean, kids
1: kids don't really play with toys anymore. It's all about tablets and apps. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's the thing, right, is that you got these kids as young as, you know, one years old who have a phone in their hands already, yeah. right? And it's just a toy. A piece of plastic can't compete with that. You know? I mean So I'm really curious to see how that it's just, how that develops. I mean it's just simpler. What's simpler to make
2: on what's more creative? Minecraft or Lincoln logs?
0: Well, I Minecraft I would
2: guess. It's just right? I, for me, like when it comes to that, like I don't see much of a difference. But I understand there's like the physical experience of actually like
0: well I just think there's more there there's more of a of a mental engagement when you're playing with like an actual toy like with Lincoln Logs right mm-hmm. like you have to or not that you have to but typically right a kid's going to imagine a scenario in their head maybe they're going to have their you know, little figurines or whatever that they'll play with, with the Lincoln Logs and stuff like that, and they're generating stories in their own head, mm-hmm. and that's important because that's that that's a how, how how would I put this? That's like a skill that they that they need to develop, right? Because they're imagining social scenarios yeah. in their head, whereas in Minecraft, You Minecraft you do the same thing, no? Minecraft you do the same thing to an extent, right? But the the world is more set up for you. You're you're engaging with a pre-existing world, whereas with the toys, oh, you're, you're creating the world, the world yourself, yourself, right? Yeah. And there's there's just a fundamental difference in, in the way you're, uh, f- for, lack, yeah, for lack of a better word, engaging with the experience. No, that's know? very true.
2: So, I remember, I got Lincoln Logs, and I was really hyped, me and my sister. She's like, oh, and then we built, like, one cabin, and that was it. Staying that was the, c- the
1: only time you ever used it. I mean, talking about, like, kids, like, in, in 2019, going to 2020, like, technology is so so uh important nowadays that i'm i'm of the opinion that they should start teaching kids in elementary school like basics of coding oh sure yeah because that's what it's all gonna be end up being 10 5, 5 10 years from now oh yeah, did you totally. did
2: you hear the end of our podcast of last week's episode yeah you heard about when we we're talking about yeah, oh yeah. was that episode one or episode two? that was one well, that, i mean episode, well, episode Tech, two or episode eight, one yeah, three yeah, yeah. <laughs> T- episode two or technically three the one we're talking about like stem and the future episode like two. the episode workforce.
1: One, one episode one v2 no. okay episode
2: yeah, we one go. v2 uh, we're talking about the like the future of the american workforce and like what should we expect from our education system yep. yeah, yeah yeah. i mean yeah it's definitely the future around like technology coding all that stuff where coding is going to be like the simple like that's like your language oh i'm trilingual oh what language do you speak oh i speak c plus <laughs> plus or whatever that is English and Spanish.
0: I've seen that shit on dating profiles. I've seen that, that shit on dating put profiles. C++ and it's funny as hell. But no, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, that that is that is where everything is heading, you know? And it's a skill people are going to need. I mean, I don't know how to code. Do any of you know how to code? I no yeah, idea. So at a certain point, we're we're going to get uh, Dude, we're aged gonna be, out of the
2: whole yeah, thing. Yeah, we're going to be the dinosaurs of it. And be like, yeah. how do I create an app? Well, that just becomes the normal thing. We're, where everyone has their own app. Everyone has their own app. Instead of just like dating profiles, you just... Everyone has a QR code implanted on them. You just walk up to them. And you the just check them. out that person's the app. Scan them. You check out that person's app. What are their age, like... Blood level, yeah. What if they have any, like, STDs or not.
0: Well, I mean, that's sort of the... That would basic. be elite. Yeah, that would be elite. Of RFID, right? So, like, you, I mean, you know, look at those Amiibos, right? So, they have a little chip in the bottom of those things that you can, yeah. you know, put it on a scanner and it tells you information and data and all that stuff. But, I mean, that can be miniaturized to such an extent. When I was working at Target, they have RFID tags on the actual barcodes right there's mm-hmm. no there's no more like button on the shirt it's actually on the tag so if you take it out of the store i think it can detect that you've taken it out of the store it you when you're scanning for the item it can actually tell you when you're close to the item or not because you know there's like tens of thousands shirts in there they all look the fucking same so you need to be able to find the actual one that you're looking for when you're picking these orders. But if they can miniaturize that technology to that degree, I mean, how, how long before they find a way to actually implant that shit into your arm or your head or wherever else? And then every time you walk into a building, whoever is running that building knows exactly who just walked in, what their name is, what their address is, what their age is, their birth. You know, like everything, everything about you. That's it's crazy. You, you know? No, I mean,
2: we don't really know. I mean, we'll just have to see how it all plays out. I think it will get there.
3: Yeah,
0: no, it's definitely going to get there for sure. As soon as they can find a way to give you the same functionality in your phone, in your eyes, people are going to be all over that. Didn't they
1: try to do that with the Google Google Glass? Glass? That never really took off.
0: To some extent, what happened to that? That That never took off. Well, because people don't like to be recorded, right? So a lot of people were like getting their glasses like broken or ripped off their faces because people don't like to be. Record it, because the big thing with that was that it had a camera on the front, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, people don't want to be... Actually, I, I saw this video a few years ago. It was called The the World's First Cyber Hate Crime, because mm-hmm. it was about a guy. I think he, he had the Google Glass on, or he had some implant version of Google Glass or something. I don't know. Um, but it was, like, how he could see, right? And then he walked into a McDonald's, and, like, the manager and, like, some other guy are, like, giving him all this shit... And, like, hey, you can't be in here. And they're, like, shoving him out of the place. Because he just has Google Glass on. Because he has the thing on. That's crazy. And, you know, I mean, that's... that's, That is kind of a hate crime. That's going to get more and more widespread because, you know, people are going to be adopting this technology. (laughs) I don't know if any... Did you see the contact lenses that came out from a Danish company two weeks ago? Contact lenses? Yeah, it's the same. Imagine,
2: Imagine, like, Google Glass, but just contact. And same thing, like... It was was more just, like, based on, like, uh, biotechnology. So just focus on health, but same thing track weather all that but the really cool thing about it was that they were designed obviously for reading for sight so if you want to zoom in on a text you just you blink (laughs) blink you You blink you double blink and you, know, you zoom into, like, text. Jesus what?
0: Christ. And this is, it's like, insane. a consumer product, or this is just, like... It's a... being developed right okay, now. it's being developed. But
2: I know it's, like, a Danish company. I saw it two weeks ago, and I found that really interesting. Where can... can
1: I pre-order? Where
2: <laughs>
0: can I pre-order? <laughs> I want pre-order bonuses. <laughs> pre-order. I, want, I want I want the game GameStop exclusive. Yeah. Um, no, I, how do you control it?
2: I don't know. I just know that it just lets you zoom in when you just blink twice. After, like, a certain amount of rhythm, it just understands, sh- focuses on the so text you're when looking
1: you... at blink normally because humans blink it's oh no i imagine
2: in. no no i imagine it, it's some type of force there's some type of pattern i guess it reads from you because no one blinks twice like normally that's true so when I you're guess. looking at something you just <sharp> i don't know how you zoom out that's, that's but fucking insane because by
1: the end of the day if it reads your normal blinks you're gonna be able to see an ant this
3: size <laughs> <suddenly. laughs> yeah Jesus Christ. vision
2: Dude, you'd be tripping. You'd be tri- you'd be having a public freakout if, if ants were the size of humans. Everything. So, like, ah.
0: how would you even be able to walk, dude? Imagine seeing Buildings a cockroach. Imagine,
2: imagine, seeing a cockroach in your house. Oh, Oh, bro. oh, oh no. I,
1: I, if I had if I had three wishes,
2: one wish would be to delete cockroaches from this Do world. Delete cockroaches. I mean, I can't stand them. Yeah, what the heck? Cockroaches don't do nothing for what the planet. What do they do? They don't do nothing, nothing for the planet. Um,
0: I, I think they have something to do with spiders or something like that. And they they think eat it, spiders or they give spiders food? No, I think...
2: They're a food source again, for spiders. You know I, I, mean. I probably shouldn't be talking about shit I don't will feed the know. spiders. Get rid You'll of the feed them? I'll feed them. Gonzo's spider service. <laughs>
0: no, but that's the that's <laughs> <what laughs> thing. That right I, I, I fucking despise cockroaches. Too. I hate them don't too. wrong, but like... They they have to be here for a reason. I don't don't think so. I I don't know. No,
1: they just uh, people outlive their purpose on the earth to annoy us. People outlive their purpose,
0: right?
2: People outlive their purpose, right? I suppose around like seventy percent of Washington D.C. They've probably outlived their purpose. All these old flea bags in Congress, right? They outlive cockroaches. Outlive their purpose, whatever their purpose was. I'm pretty sure they outlived it. I think
0: you won't know that until you've deleted every cockroach, and then ten years later, when some, the world is like, crazy... <laughs> and then when the, like the world like apocalypse is ruled by octopi or some shit like that, Imagine. they crawl out of the ocean, and you know the cockroaches you know, are the only one who could have stopped them. You know what I'm super curious?
2: If there was one wish I would have, just like, but like takes these where I just want to see like how the world would burn. I'm super curious about like the whole bee scenario. If the bees die out, then like the
0: planet just like will kill itself. You've heard about that, right, I mean, it makes makes sense, uh, right? They spread pollen, right? I mean, without them, I mean... I'm curious to see how how that would be. How's plant life supposed to spread?
2: You just, you know, go to planttrees.org, teamtrees.org. Teamtrees. (laughs) Organic honey. (laughs) Scientifically produce honey. We we have team trees. We have Mr. Beast repopulating the Everglades.
1: They reach 20 mil.
2: They reach 20 mil, but you know what's the funny part? Twenty million, I read. That's the same amount as oxygen. as like thirty-one thousand people produce. So that's like such a small footprint. You got to
0: start somewhere, man. I know. I
2: I know. It's a it's a valiant effort. And I all mean, that. they
0: sent a message, though.
2: No, yeah. I mean, I think Mr. Beast is, deserves Time Person of the Year over friggin' Greta Thunberg, the 100%. friggin' little, oh, Jesus, the little friggin' teenager throwing tantrums. This guy actually
1: went out there and got it done. Because I mean, what does I mean, this I mean, girl do? She's like, that girl.
2: she's like fifteen years old. She skips school. Oh, I'm going. On, I'm sailing across the fucking Atlantic. Let me look at Donald Trump, like all these other fucking people. Let me look at him mad. I'm mad. And
0: yeah, I'm then I'm fucking, fucking time person of the year. And this fir- first class people sailing across the sea because, you know, <laughs> those fucking white people can fucking afford that kind of shit, right? <laughs> but then at the same time, it's just like, that that girl, okay, so, I mean, she's said herself that she has a mental disability, right? I think it's Asperger's. Asperger's. Yeah, Asperger's, right? yeah. Okay, so you know my 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 brother has asperger's my my cousin has autism like i'm I'm familiar with this I'm not an expert or anything like that right yeah but part of those uh, uh, uh disorders is that it's it's very easy for you to miss uh social cues right where yeah. where maybe you're exaggerating something yeah everything seems a lot more real than it actually is right like you don't you know it, uh, what is it the character in uh, this movie with uh, Chris Pratt uh, guardians of the Galaxy Drax like oh, he, yeah. he has the same kind of, of 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 condition or whatever, where he doesn't understand that some things are more exaggerated than others. So if you're this girl with this disorder and your parents have been telling you, since God knows, since you could probably understand English, that the whole world is ending, right? Because there are a bunch of people all over the place who don't give a shit about the planet, right? If you ask me, that that's akin to child abuse, basically. She's saying that like her childhood's been robbed from her. Her fucking parents took her childhood from her. Because they're putting all this shit in her head, and I'm not—I'm not trying to say that oh, climate like climate change isn't real or some shit like that. But it's just like, I- has this girl had a second
2: actually to be a child growing up?
0: No, man. That's the
2: way I feel like when when you say that shit. When you're waking up every day, oh, the world's ending. The world's ending. The world's ending. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that our generation fucked it up for you. Like poor girl, just like mentally conditioned exactly. How are you supposed to? Live exactly. How are you head? supposed to? Live? How are you supposed to be a kid? That's true. No, it's. And now she won Time Person of the Year.
0: Yeah, she won, time. What a, what she a won joke. time Person of the Year, and by the end of 2020, no one will give a shit about who Greta Thunberg what is. What a joke. Because the same shit happened to David Hogg, right? David Hogg was the was the most vocal kid at after uh, the Parkland oh, shooting. Oh, yeah. And he was like, okay, we need to ban assault Harvard. rifles, and we need to ban all the stuff. But didn't he get stuff. into
2: Harvard with like a 3.2 GPA? Just because like he screams loudly? Well, like, I
0: mean... Yeah, I mean, no, that's a whole other discussion. That, that, that's another That is discussion. a whole other discussion. But the point I was trying to make is that... You know, and this happens a lot on the left, where they find these these kids, right, to be like paragons, like sort of like, you know, virtuous images that you can't you can't criticize because they're children, right? But they're 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 trying to describe policy decisions, and they're like trying to enact change. And they're it's like, like, okay, wait a minute. Old, so yeah. if you want to be a part of the conversation, but we can't. Uh, criticize anything that you're saying, how exactly are we supposed to reach some sort of middle ground here? And the point is that you're not supposed to reach a middle ground. The point is that they want them to say whatever it is that they want them to say. And then once they've outlived their purpose, then they move on, right? When was the last time you heard of David Hogg? When was the last time that he was like active and like a big part of the news or anything like that?
2: I mean, to be fair, that whole gun control thing, it's, but that's cyclical in the United States. Whenever something happens, no, be, my it's, point our, is it's on our it's all focus. Cyclical. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair. I but I feel like if there's like one thing that's cyclical and it's prominent, I feel like it's definitely gun control and the whole like gun issue in America. Because every time there's like a school shooting or something, you know, the public outrage is there for like a week two, a week or two, and we already know like that meme all thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. But it really is true after that, just forgotten about. Yeah, you know, all these people that get propped up, they're all just gone. I mean, does any can you name me anyone from Sandy Hook? Well, I
0: don't remember any kids being at the at the forefront of that no
2: they were just adults is there any lasting impact from sandy hook i mean it's it was supposed to be like a really big event like a really big shooting no yeah no 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 it was and it's a tragic event but like but but you think like 25 innocent first graders yeah no just coming
0: like that was the moment i realized that nothing was going to change right when when like because typically when it came to, like, partisan issues, you know, where it was, like, left versus right, if it affected children, typically in the history of this country, people have been able to meet in the middle on that. When that shit happened and nothing moved, it became clear, oh, okay, we just don't give a shit about anything. But it's also difficult, right, because it's written into the Bill of Rights. It's the Second Amendment, right, Yeah. that, that, that we're allowed to bear arms, right? So how are we supposed to go for that? You know, I mean, I, I, I don't it's it's the it's the 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 foundation, you know, I don't know how we're supposed to eradicate that completely. And by the way, these people who are talking about mandatory gun buybacks, um, how exactly are you going to force me to buy a gun? Oh, OK, we're going to have two guys show up with guns to make you give us your guns. Yeah, oh, OK. You. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, no, no. That's not happening. That's no, not. It's not. That's the thing, right? There's more there's more guns in this country than there are people, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you could round up every single one of them, that's not going to stop the guns. I don't I don't understand what this what this uh, mentality is about about okay, we just need to ban all the fucking weapons and everything will be safer. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Cuz you know, countries with uh, you know, gun bans, yeah, it's not like violent crime isn't, you know, skyrocketing over there. No one has a way of fucking defending themselves over there at least in a, you know, being able to keep someone at a distance. I don't know, man. I just, it's a tragedy, but I, what, what, what it, you, you work in a school, right? Mm-hmm. How, how, if, if that situation was to happen, what, what would you do? Like if a school shooting were happened in my Sure. Fuck. F- oh. That's hard to think
1: about.
2: Yeah. It's hard, that's, it's hard that's to think yourself I don't, in. No, that's something I think about actually a lot. I mean, my neighborhood isn't the best, but, I don't feel like the neighborhood's background. I mean, there's obviously like there's a lot of shit that goes down in the neighborhood I work at. But I think like that type of like violence, I don't think that could like, oh, don't get me wrong. School shootings could happen anywhere, any zip code, any background, any, you know, you get me. But I just don't see that happening in my neighborhood. Of course, it does think about, it does cross my mind. Or just this troubled kid, especially like middle school. That whole it's a very mm-hmm. volatile age. Someone bringing like a gun to school and just threatening something, because you know we definitely had kids with like knives and all that. And
1: but what I'm saying is, like, you could have a plan,
2: like, but you don't know how you're gonna react to it when like, it happens. Right or, now, you're gonna say, "Oh,
1: if this happens, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna no, yeah, this. you don't know. But you once were... once you hear those gunshots going off,
2: exactly. How how, you're, how am I supposed to keep contained twenty five kids? make them silent enough, make sure like they feel protected or you just don't know. I mean, of course we have protocol we follow and I'm definitely going to follow our protocol. We all, you know, lock doors and all that, but you just don't know till you don't know till it happens. I mm-hmm. guess I. it's, that's, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. I hope I never get to answer that. Yeah, yeah. no, I hope you never have not. to answer it either. You know, you guys I don't,
0: w- I mean, do you guys have like uh drills in your school? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's
2: been the norm for a couple of years is, you know the code red drill. They still
1: do the hide under the desk drills and all that.
2: Um. Yeah. Is that ever it a depends. thing for you guys? Yeah, hide under the desk. Yeah. I think it's more of like a code, uh, like code yellow, right? I don't know what code it is. I just
3: know. I well, just remember do you, do you know what well, they no, do for I think school shootings now? I think for like no,
2: the tornado drill. I think you hide under the desk. Code yeah, red's a little different. I think it's tornado.
0: Um. I mean, I'm guessing they've explained this at your school, but I, when um I was talking to my brother, he's you know he's now in middle school, um. But apparently, the way they go about school shootings, and I don't know if it's like this at your school as well, but they want the kids basically to pile into a corner on top of each other and basically just create a human meat, meat shield, shield for everyone who's furthest behind. And it's just the most horrifying image I could possibly imagine. Basically, I mean, it, I, like the picture I get in my head, not to call children rats, but it's just like rats basically trying to crawl over each other to get it's- to... To, to safety, you know, like I mean, pushing each other out of I'd the way. Be, so, I'd be I mean, disingenuous
2: to say if that's not like the protocol, but there's also, um, oh, what's the acronym for it? It's like run, fight, or hide. And I think there's also like preparations where it's like, there's also a whole other like protocol. It's just like prepare the room for like battle if you can't escape. Mm-hmm. And prepare we've had, we've practiced room for battle. <laughs> Cause kind that wasn't of you was know, something we had to think
0: about 10 years ago. No,
2: it's not something we had to think about. I remember we actually did a lot. Li- we had a live situation like that when I was in training in uh my summer institute training to become a teacher. We had a real code red. Two, mm-hmm. These two guys robbed a uh, some store in the neighborhood and they ran through the campus. Just like on campus. It didn't happen like in a building, but mm-hmm. we actually did it. We set up the it was very very real. But we set up the desk, you know, like kind of like formation lines, like a trench. Mm-hmm. We put bug bags up front and g- people were just getting anything, scissors, pencils, staplers, fl- the flagpole, anything to like whack the guy. Because that person comes in, you just got to take them. Jesus Christ. You got, it. it's true. No, I I, I, I get you, but. And there, it felt, it, you know, it felt oddly familiar. You ever remember? You ever seen United ninety three, Flight ninety three, the one about the those those that plane that got downed in Pennsylvania? 9-11. yeah. I think I did. Well, the story is like you know, like these passengers, they they took, you know, they like took the one
1: where at the end they they took control of the, the plane, pilot, yeah, and then they crashed it.
2: Yeah, like, they got yeah. into the cockpit and the pilots just you know crashed there. They for they stopped the plane from crashing where yeah. they were supposed to go to. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that because we were making plans. I remember colleagues of mine being like, "If that comes in, what we're gonna do is that I'm gonna twist his arm and like stuff like that." I'm, I like it literally felt like from United ninety three. I got chills. I'm like, "Holy smokes! Like this is real." But it's it was yeah, that. It's, it's a for shock. example
1: that scenario. I because I don't remember very clearly. They just had knives, right? What do you mean? The the terrorists or did oh. they have guns and all of that? Because if they just have knives, there's a hundred passengers on that plane. That- oh,
2: no. But uh, yeah, I think oh, for like 9-11, I think they hijacked it like what well, was box cutters, right? That's it?
0: I, I, I don't
3: yeah, know. Yeah,
2: but I think they also threatened. It's like, oh, we're going to blow up the plane. You get me? Because mm. I, I think the whole thing, at least in that movie, was that if they, that if like they, everyone found out that, well, I mean, I don't know. Because even if they just have box cutters, they're controlling the plane. If you rush them, they could just take that down wherever. So you're just trying to stay alive.
1: Oh, because they're piloting it.
2: But I think there was like a threat, like, "Oh, we have a bomb maker. Bring this plane down at any time." Or I don't remember. I don't really remember. I don't really remember either. I didn't see the movie. You never seen United ninety three? That's pretty. It's pretty decent. It's pretty good. Speaking of movies, where is the sidetrack really here? Quick. So I saw Uncut Gems. Holy smokes!
0: I haven't seen it yet,
2: dude. This like. I'm not sure if Sergio has told you, Gonzo, or if you figured it out. I'm not a movie connoisseur. So all these classic movies, you name it, I probably haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, I think you mentioned that in the last podcast.
2: I'm not a movie connoisseur. And that's been a running joke for me and Sergio's friendship over the past, like, four or five years. He would tell me this movie, I'd be like, okay, that's fantastic, cool. And, you know, for Sergio, I mean so much because that's what his whole identity is based on. That's what he wants to do with that's his pretty life. pretty much my entire life. is yeah. like, oh,
0: have you heard of this movie? He's like, I don't watch movies. <laughs>
2: And then I troll him by picking like a shitty movie and be like, Oh, this movie's fantastic. Like, dude, you have to watch it? Just to
0: troll with him. Name any Hallmark movie and he's he's seen it at least three times. <laughs> 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 what a story, Serge. Now
2: that's a good movie. No <laughs> but um I saw if I saw Uncut Gems. I've never had a movie, and it, it, I when I woke up this morning, I thought about what you said in the last episode about, how, like, how being a director, you're, like, a curator of emotions. You pick, like, how the audience wants to feel, and you're mm-hmm. trying to present this emotion to help them escape for, like, two hours, two, three hours, whatever. And, oh, my God, the Safi brothers did such a fantastic job of just making me into a ball of stress for two hours, but it was fantastic, and I never had a movie do that for that, It's not a movie for everyone. If you're not into feeling anxiety and feeling like your heartbeat rise mm-hmm. for 20 minutes continuously, I would not recommend it. But Adam Sandler, what a perfect just you have to see. I can't really say much because spoilers. My
0: plan. I'm gonna go tomorrow. That's but where I'm going.
2: What a perfect role for Adam Sandler. Just a loud, annoying man. <laughs> what a perfect role for him. Holy smokes. I know he was getting like Oscar hype for the Meyerowitz stories. This blows it out of the water. Now, if he seriously does not get nominated for this, then he has every right to make any shitty movie he wants after. But weren't you saying <laughs> Kevin
1: Garnett was the best part of that movie?
2: Dude, again, I don't want to go too deep into it. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Kevin Garnett, this NBA Hall of Fame or future Hall of Famer, he's going to get inducted He's playing himself year. in the movie, right? He plays himself. Yeah. But holy smokes, giving just an... Ah, oh, he's a movie for like thirty minutes overall screen time, but just an awesome performance in Julia Fox. It's it's really it's fantastic. It's a ball of stress, and it's not for everyone. If you have heart medication, I tell you, do not watch this movie.
0: <laughs> if you do have not. heart, if you have high blood pressure, no, I'm being, from...
2: I'm being. This movie is so stressful. Just the like whole exact. It is, it is a ball of worms. It's a can of worms. When you open it, you can't stop watching it. It's so stressful and. It's it's really good. That's all I can tell you. So watch it, everyone, and give Adam Sandler some Oscar love because that's a redemption arc. I'm waiting for the Kevin James redemption arc. Where Kevin I tell, Rob Schneider. I was, <laughs> I was telling my sister that. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the Kevin James redemption arc next year where he stars in like in a gritty cop drama and wins best actor.
0: <laughs> well, that's happened to a lot of actors recently. Right? I mean, I Matthew mean, McConaughey like, is definitely yeah, the one. McConaughey, Robert Pattinson's going through the same thing right now.
2: Was Robert Pattinson ever seen as a meme? I never felt that. You, Gonzo? I
0: mean, I, I, I felt mean, like
2: the sparkly vampire, like, I mean, that's why I felt like when you when your career starts off with such like a franchise like that, it's such you buy on the eight ball because you're that person forever the rest of your life. Daniel Radcliffe is always going to be Harry Potter for the rest of his life, no matter how hard he tries.
0: Yeah, no. And he's still trying to fix that. Right. I mean, they, what was that movie he did a few years ago where he played like the devil or something like horns? I think it was called where he was, like, a demon and shirtless, and there was that other thing where he, like, had sex with a horse on stage. And, or, and wasn't or there another
1: one where he was, like,
0: dead? Yes, yeah, Swiss Army Man. Yeah. 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 That one was really good, actually. I like that Paul movie. Dana. I saw that. Yeah.
1: That was really good. But is this the first Adam Sandler movie where he doesn't throw Steve Buscemi or Rob Schneider? No, the there's
2: no—it He it was not produced by Adam Sandler, so there was no— chris yeah, chris no. rock doesn't appear this is Kevin not a James. happy madison <laughs> production this is not a happy madison production no but it's so crazy because we've talked about like oh adam sandler when he tries and we got a little hint of that obviously punch drunk love and then the Meyerwitz stories did he do another serious one a couple years ago or no funny people funny people yeah but i felt there was one after that what but about before- the cobbler
1: i remember seeing that. i don't know i don't remember if that was funny or serious Was that adam sandler yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: What's the color? The word? shoemaker. He's yeah, like, he's a, like shoemaker. a shoemaker. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really... I saw it a long time ago. But I don't remember if that was a funny movie or like a comedy. Kind of both. It could Maybe. be a I dramedy. Remember. Maybe, yeah.
2: Yeah. But I would tell you, watch this movie, but this movie made me feel things I never felt before. Just the, I never had a movie give that do that to me. There's things I didn't stress. Because there's some cinematic scenes in history that are just amazing that you're just never gonna forget for example the classic one we could all just recount on and i bet bet you the audience and be like oh yeah i remember that when you watch saving pride ryan for the first time that whole 20 first oh, 20 yeah. minutes when they're storming the beach that's something like you're not gonna forget
1: the guy losing his arm
2: yeah just that whole 20 minutes just craziness like there's this one specific scene and it has, it's not even that significant or nothing that i'm just never gonna forget and cinematically and it just has to deal with like opening a door what, in Uncut Gems? Yeah, it's just oh. dealing with opening a door. No, nothing dramatic. The door's not now life whole, or death. Now the whole movie, I'm waiting for this fucking door.
0: <laughs> the door scene. Where's this fucking door scene? The,
2: the is a ball of fucking stress, but it is a good stress. And like I said, if you have heart medication, if you're over the age of 65,
0: please don't watch this movie. Please don't. Okay, well, PSA for, for everyone out there. I'm guessing you don't watch a whole lot of movies, do you? Or I
1: mean... Like, for example, classic movies, people, like, always say it's a
2: classic, like, The Godfather. I've never seen it. Dude, you got to come to the viewing party. Sam, Sam... uh, Oh,
0: you moved it? I thought you had already seen it. No, Sam
2: wants to watch... Sam and Victor, they want to watch The Godfather at their house. And they want to...
0: There's, like, three
1: of them, though, right?
2: No, we're going to watch the first one. We're going to watch the first one. My dad said one and three or one and two are good. One and two. One and two.
1: Like, to basically put it, my... My favorite movies or series of movies is the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. That's right. There you go.
2: That's right. That's a fun fact about Gonzo. Those are my favorite movies. <laughs> Minus know, when the I was later ones.
0: When I was a kid, I really, that was my that was my bag. How
2: many were there Gonzo? Four or five? Or is there another one coming out? There was five. Is there another one coming out? There's five out or no? there's a
0: reboot no. coming out soon. There, There is? Yeah, they're, re- they're reboot. The last
2: one
1: was horrible.
2: Okay, first one was Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Just called right, that. Curse of the Black Pearl. Curse of the Black Pearl. Then came Dead Man's Chest. Then what was number three? At, no World, World's End. End. At
0: World's End. At World's End. The one. Then what was four? On Stranger
2: Tides. Then
0: yeah, what was that, five? that was where I quit. I watched that one in the theater, and I just I I, I couldn't. The
1: first three, well, amazing. What was
0: number five? Number five was On Stranger Dead, Tides. No, that's four. Dead fourth. Man Tell No Tales. De- there was you go. Five. Dead Man Tell No Tales. The one with Javier Bardem.
2: Yeah. The first three How do they get Javier Bardem to do that? Bro, it's Disney. They I think bankroll. Gonzo
0: I think I had this conversation with Gonzo when he was telling me I'm like,
2: how do they get Javier Bardem? I remember something about that. I was so shocked to be like, why would he? Cuz he's such a I mean, he wasn't horrible, in ra- it. No, 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 but he's such no, like a just underrated. The writing was horrible. Such an underrated actor. That, that I feel happens
0: like. that happens in a lot of productions where it's like if uh if an actor's like really motivated to play a part, like let's say a smaller movie, but they need the funding the studio will be like, okay, well, we'll help produce this movie, but then you got to come be in, you know, Superman 17, you know, and that's how you end up with like Willem Dafoe in Aquaman, right? Because, you know, Quid pro quo. Not 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 saying that these two movies are related, right? But just as an example... You know, Moulin Defoe wants to go do the Florida project, right? But no one wants to make a movie about homeless people who live in a motel in Orlando. Mm -hmm. So the only way to get money for that is to agree that I'm going to be an Aquaman, you know? And that's that's happened for decades, you know? Really? Yeah, for years and years and years. That's how the system was run. So it wouldn't surprise. I mean, I don't know if those two movies specifically are related, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's what happened with Javier Bardem, where there was some other role he wanted to do, and they needed to find some sort of uh, financial backing for it. Let me ask you this. You as
2: being a spying director, let's say A24, they give you a blank check to make make whatever movie you want to, but what's your limit to saying, okay, like, but they want you to direct a really shitty movie. What would be the limit for you to be like, I'm out of here? What would be the worst shitty movie? You'd be like, I'm fucking out. I can't do this. I'm sorry.
0: Jurassic World 6.
2: (laughs) Jurassic World 6?
0: Dude, I was- Well, no, I don't know if- uh, Well, that's- Okay, wait, no. You're saying- if they told me I had to direct like that quid pro quo that I wouldn't do it, oh, okay, no, because I probably would do Jurassic World Six. Well, well if just I a hypothetical: th- like,
2: what movie would it be? Would it be like an animated canine movie? Oh my god, I don't know, man. Um, like a movie
1: that he didn't want to make. Or... Yeah,
2: like what would be like the Sergio like anti movie that he would like be like, fuck this, I'm out.
0: Uh, they... I mean,
1: assuming from what what I heard from him in the in the second podcast, he how he doesn't like foreigners speaking English. Oh, so that's I'm assuming true. So, yeah, There we <laughs> go.
0: Yeah, no, they they make me make a World War II movie in in English, and it takes place in Germany. The whole <laughs> thing, the whole thing, and there's not a single American soldier in it. <laughs> that's where I that's where I draw the line. Gonza, did you listen to the
2: forty-minute
1: rant? I, the first four, the first forty-fifty minutes, I skipped because of the rise of Skywalker.
0: Oh. Well, that was part of the reason why I put that that letter in there is because yeah. if you need if you need to skip ahead, that's how much you need to skip ahead. Is about 40, 45 minutes. Holy smokes. Yeah. You listen to the whole thing besides the Rise of Skywalker. Besides the
2: Rise of Skywalker. Dude, what a champ. I don't know if you need to go see that.
0: (laughs) I'm being totally honest with you.
1: Hearing what everyone's told me, I don't know if I want to see it either. No, because... The Last Jedi was hot garbage.
2: Yeah. I did not like
1: that. Even The Force Awakens, I I didn't mind it.
2: I feel like the trilogy was just...
1: Although, it was a a complete reboot, I didn't mind
2: The Force Awakens. I liked Mm it. I mean... It is what it is, but of course, like all experiences are different. You care about the franchise a lot; that's like your baby. Me, I just don't like it because like the hype it gets, and I'm always going to be cynical of it. I no mean, I what. started
1: watching. I was telling you, I started watching Star Wars in November before Disney Plus came out with the Mandalorian. Oh, there you go. I mean, you are fresh, and I. Uh, I don't know why there's prequel haters out there, but I didn't, I like the prequels. I didn't mind them at all. We have to like them down my, with favorite, Eric. my favorite. My yeah, favorite prequel that. though is the. NASCAR, no.
0: no. NASCAR, <laughs> NASCAR, yeah. NASCAR Uh
1: Revenge of the Sith.
0: Yeah, that's usually everyone's favorite prequel, and I, I honestly I think it's because it's probably the most coherent of the three of them, because it's just those three movies were supposed to be about you know the corruption of Anakin Skywalker, right? Him going to the dark, and that really only happens like fundamentally in Revenge of the Sith. That's where you do get to see that shift, and, you know, he cares about his his wife, and he wants, you know, the baby to... He wants his wife to survive the process and all that, so this is, you know, about him wanting to go, but see, that's that's a movie where, sure, there are parts of it where it's like, you know, yeah, it's poorly done, and maybe poorly executed, and maybe the script needs some work, but you understand what motivates this guy, you know, what I was telling you last week, where you don't understand what motivates half of these fucking characters in these new movies, you know? Mm -hmm. So... I don't know if I would call them I I don't know the prequels are are very flawed movies let's put it that way you know but and I mean even in the new ones I feel like you could replace
1: uh, Finn with R2D2 and the movie would get way better Uh, there's characters in that movie that I feel shouldn't be there it's true
2: like they just it's just copy and paste they just copy and pasted all the characters again but just shittier versions
1: and i saw one of the trailers for rise of skywalker at c-3po saying Mm. something about just taking one last look at friends who are those people to (laughs) c-3po exactly dude oh my god yes c-3po has no idea who these people are those aren't his friends the
0: first time he's gone out on a mission with these people the first time you I'm thinking, oh, he's talking about Luke and Leia and Han and all these, no, these fucking random ass people. I got into who this. Don't give a shit about him, by the way. You know, I mean, I. it's not much of a spoiler, but the whole movie, they're shitting on C-3PO. The whole movie, you know, and they're like, oh, I'm just looking at my friend. Yeah, dude, you need to get some new friends. If These <laughs> are your friends. You, you need to rethink some your decisions here. Trash friends.
1: Seriously. Fake friends. And that's just me coming into this, this whole saga a month ago yeah i could imagine people who've been following this yeah since...
3: no
0: i my, my stepdad's been since the very beginning right i mean he, he i mean he was like three when the first one came out right so i don't know how much of that he remembers but you know he i mean he's been on board for forever and he's one of the ones where he's like you know it's more content you know and i'm glad that he enjoys it you know but i don't know if more content is like a good thing <laughs> you know because some, yeah sometimes you end up with uh with this yeah it's not bad.
2: It's not good. It's a, it's a little Caesars. <laughs> it's a little Caesars. That's what it is. That's what this trilogy was. Five dollar hot and ready. Five dollar hot and ready, baby.
0: That's true. It they was, they wanted it to be as hot and ready as quickly as possible.
2: I and mean, they were definitely ready. And it wasn't that hot. It was kind of cold. I mean, even the, it's cold little Caesars is pretty fucking. If
1: good. the Kenobi series is anything like the Mandalorian, I'm really looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I think what makes the Mandalorian such a strong product and disney's arsenal is that it just doesn't it doesn't depend on these these characters and these stories that you already have like decades of investment in right like it takes these elements that you know and it does something different with it it's uh i don't know it's just more interesting you know that I we're, mean, we're seeing you. a different side of star wars and it feels real that's that's the thing about that that's really intriguing to me is that it actually feels like a real place and a lived in place and you understand who these characters are and what they want and why they're doing what they want
2: so can you tell me like how disney plus works for example because i'm curious like how no one has been like oh i just binge watched the whole series like what's the gimmick oh they put them out
0: once a week
3: yeah yeah like you see that's the
2: way i feel like streaming service should be because instead of just binging it i mean of course i understand like why do you want to binge something but i feel like it just builds up the hype of it everyone's watching at the same time of course
0: yeah no because now now instead of just two or three days of reviews oh the mandalorian season one review you get a mandalorian review every week so now people are talking about it every single week it draws it out from instead of just being you know 72 hours to being eight weeks right so i totally understand it from a business perspective but as someone who wants to watch this shit i hate it i hate it i absolutely hate it
1: but you think disney plus is doing that because they don't have much content so they're trying to stretch it out you don't think eventually Maybe. when, when I, they get more content, they're gonna do it like Netflix does it?
0: I definitely feel it's it's more it's more about generating hype than it is about a content problem because they just bought 20th Century Fox, right? I mean, they bought
2: they the 30, Simpsons. They have so they 30 seasons of the Simpsons. There.
0: Yeah, no, the Disney Plus is the only place you can watch the Simpsons now. You know, it's fucking so crazy. and you know Avatar and a bunch of other you know 20th Century Fox movies and whatever you know is R rated that they can't put on Disney Plus, they're gonna put on Hulu. You know, so I mean. No, I don't I, don't, I really Disney don't Plus think is it's a not going to have problem. any R-rated stuff. Of no. course
2: not.
1: Really. It's Disney. PG-13 only and then there R-rated stuff they goes goes to Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So like Alien, Die
0: Hard, that shit will go to Hulu. Do
2: that, we we have Die Hard on Hulu?
0: I don't know if it's on Hulu yet, but I'm dude, that's
2: fantastic. Yeah. Cuz I'm going to watch Die Hard 2, 3, 4, 5, whatever and die another day.
0: Yeah, no, just you only need Die Hard 1 and Die Hard 3. That's all you need. Like, that's another
1: other setup, the only diehard I've ever seen is the one where he's like in the semi truck and he tips it on the side, and there's like a Harrier jet. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no,
2: oh no, 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 oh, no, oh my god, no, 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 no. I'm saying this as the guy who doesn't watch movies, yo, Gonzo, I gotta take you to see Diehard. Why
1: do they call that a Christmas movie? You have to see it, you have to see it. You'll
0: see you'll see it, you'll understand. When you see, I got him right there, you know, we could watch him, but dude.
2: I don't know what to tell. Damn, that's something that's now making me. Because I saw a
0: movie like a month ago, like three weeks ago. You see what you're feeling right now for your friend? This is how I've felt every time I've spoken to you about a movie.
1: <laughs> I might be worse than, than David. No, honestly. no,
0: no. I don't no, know. No, 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 no. I don't even know if that's no, no, possible. No, no, no. Because no. no, no. you've thing, actually the, watched all the Star Wars the movies. The thing with me. The thing <laughs>
2: you with haven't
1: me, seen all the Star Wars movies?
2: No. The thing with me is that I could fake my way through a bullshit conversation and just meme around it. Like Inglorious Bastards. I haven't seen it. I'll meme around it.
1: Oh
0: my god! Like for example, hey, I've seen same. Remember
2: the reason I saw I saw Pulp Fiction because this fucking guy was memeing around and him <laughs> and my other friends, and I wanted to know what Gimme the Watch was. That's said, Gimme the Watch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so then we ended up watching it here like two, three weeks ago, and then after the movie under like was finished, I'm like, holy shit! I understand like why this is a good movie. Of course, I like when that scene came on. It was this fucking laughter. Gimme so like, the watch. Gimme the watch. You know what else? I've never damn. seen that movie. you never showed, showed Pulp me that fiction? clip.
1: Sam showed me that clip, and that's. Oh, the I've seen from what that movie. the, f- dude! That, everyone's
2: such a fucking
0: liar. Then in our okay, circle so of friends, we need to get all of your friends here, and we need to watch Paul Fiction.
1: Like the, all the Marvel movies I've seen, I don't know if you guys are into that, but I've seen all the Marvel I, movies.
0: I I uh, yeah, I was the last Marvel I movie I I opted out saw? after Ultron. That's us that way. Yeah, I don't, I don't know when I quit. You're
1: right.
2: You're right. That was the last Marvel movie. I don't saw. know
1: what director said this, but some director said that Marvel movies aren't cinema. I don't know. Martin exact.
0: Scorsese. The, yeah, uh, probably one of the quintessential American directors. I mean, I, I, could, I <laughs> could, I could see history. it. I could see it. Why isn't that cinema? Well, because and again, I'm, I'm speaking for him, right? You know, and, and just assuming this based on what he said. We can't just call but him, but it's right just, now? it's, you know, there. Yeah, no, let me just call him up, right? <laughs> Put uh, on speaker. No, You're on the line. <laughs> I, I understand where he's coming from because it's like when, at least when, when I think of cinema, right? I think of sort of like a emotional exploration of what it means to be human right Mm -hmm. the same things i was telling you about like making someone feel these different kinds of things it's sort of empathizing with the character and going on a journey with them marvel movies are you know they're a very easily repeatable model they're like fast food you know like it tastes good when you eat it but it's not very nourishing you know like they're all kind of structured the same way and they all kind of have very similar plots So like hallmark movies yeah, I mean, I guess they are Hallmark, Hallmark movies Big on a $150 Hallmark. million dollar scale, right? And that doesn't mean that they're bad. It doesn't mean that they're terrible movies, right? The reason I stopped watching them is because they're just very predictable, right? As soon as I walk into one of those movies, I know exactly what's going to happen. And I'm willing to admit that part of that is because, you know, I studied story structure and script writing and all that stuff. But at the same time, that's also just not very exciting to me, right? If I already know exactly how this is going to play out. It's just not. It's just not engaging me on a on, on on a level that I would want to go to the theater for. You know, I went to go see. Uh, not en- is Endgame the second one? No, Endgame's the last one. Endgame. Endgame is the final. Well, because there's two. There's two Infinity Avengers. Infinity War and then. Okay, yeah, Endgame. I saw Infinity War at home, and then I saw Endgame in the theater because it was the big deal, right? Yeah. I went with my family for that one, and it was a fun movie, but it it still had the same sort of thing, right? Where it was just like, okay, we I kind of get exactly. Granted, there were obviously things I didn't anticipate, right? Especially because there are characters now that I have no idea who the fuck they are, right? So now it's just like, okay, I don't even know who you are. So how you figure into this? Okay, so I, I guess it was a little more exciting from that perspective, but I, I don't know if exciting is the word I would use. But it, I, you know, it's just not. You couldn't compare Gura- not Jurassic Park. You couldn't compare Marvel movies to something like, I don't know, The Good, The Bad, and the Ugly. You know, no, yeah, for sure. Like okay. they're just they're they're they're. they're the way those films are constructed is just very different, you know? Like, a lot of Marvel movies, they kind of look the same, they kind of, you know, sound the same, they kind of, they're structured the same, whereas, you know, these other movies are are more, I don't know, not visual. Visual's not the right word. They just have a different quality to them, you know, a more personal quality to them. For sure, for sure.
2: I mean... Tobey
1: is still my Spider-Man. I agree with you. Scott, I, I agree with
0: there. you. I like Tom Holland. You know, I, I go. Yeah. Those are the only Marvel movies I still go see because I'm a, I'm a yeah, bitch for nothing, Spider-Man. Nothing against. Nothing. But like. yeah
2: Maguire still. Yeah. You're right. There's nothing beats Spider-Man 3. This fucking dancing scene.
1: <laughs> Spider-Man 2. No, but, Spider-Man 2 is the GOAT. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah.
2: Movie. Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 2, the video game, is best Spider-Man movie. But I then, then again, Spider-Man 3.
0: Spider-Man on PS4. No. That is the best Spider Man anything that's ever existed, if it. you ask me. <laughs> Honest to God. Can't wait for the second one to come out. Seriously, dude. I cannot wait for the that way shit.
1: they ended that game, beautiful.
0: Oh my god. Spider Man. It was 2. so good. It, it honestly playing that game, I felt I felt when did Spider Man two come out? Two thousand four, so I would have been uh, eight years old. I felt eight years old on the floor of my grandmother's house with my PS two playing Spider Man two again. Like it's just it's it it's so good. It's so good.
1: What did what did it lose Game of the Year to? God of War, right?
0: 2018. Uh yeah, I guess. Well, I guess it depends who, on what, what well, website you're well looking website at. What website are you looking
2: at? PS4
1: is elite, that's all I gotta say.
2: Well, what website you looking at? PS4 is elite.com? PS4 IGN. Is elite IGN, the gameies, whatever they're called. I mean, I think IGN's like the standard. But even IGN. I think God of War got the most awards last year.
0: I it, uh, that's just But do you think that's more just title? I mean, you said it was a good game. It I is never, a good game. No, no, God of War is a great. Is a really great game. Like a a lot of people were comparing it to Resident Evil 4, and structurally, I I I totally see the resemblance. Like it's just a total, it's just a total shift from what God of War used to be on PS2, where it was like this hack and slash beat 'em up kind of game. Where this is like a way more intentional, like, uh, you know, like it's it's way it's way slower paced, you know, because you're like really trying to fight these enemies and like analyze weaknesses and all that but the story the quality of the story is also fantastic I mean that's that's what Sony really has over Microsoft or Nintendo is that they really understand the quality of a good story at least most of their studios do good single player Naughty Dog uh, Sony Santa Monica um, fucking Sucker Punch with this Ghost of Tsushima game that game looks nuts you know Ghost of Tsushima that's PS4 exclusive yeah that's a PS4 exclusive Sergio while you're still away from
2: the mic you pass my Coke Zero yeah sure I mean, I just use my PS4
1: to play those single-player games. Yeah, me too. And Monopoly with
2: David. Dude, I think I've said this before. I'm not sure if I said it on the podcast, but I've definitely said this to at least like 10 people. You've said slurp to ten people. Dude, it's a ASMR
0: right there. So that's yeah. our
2: that's our sponsor. That's the ASMR.
0: Yeah, I too. wish that
3: was our sponsor.
1: If we you. could actually get a
0: fucking studio <laughs> if that was our sponsor. Just leave it right here. Get the Coke people there. Oh
2: hell well, yeah. Well let's see who are who are the dream sponsors? It's right now it's Coke Zero, leading the row a. Um we are the fucking mattress people? The, what, Casper. Casper Casper mattresses, <laughs> Dollar Shave Club. Water Shape Club would be. Elite. What are the What are the other What are all these Squarespace? Plugs? Squarespace. Oh, and Masterclass. What's
1: that? What's that one?
2: What's that one app everybody advertises? It's the game, Clash of Clans,
0: Raid Shadow Legends, Raid uh, Shadow Legends. Front of you by Raid Shadow <laughs> Legends. Isn't it the meme
2: with like the Legend 227 or whatever that killed me? Uh, I, I i've never seen you don't remember that meme the legend 227
1: i remember, no. 227? I, remember I, I remember the meme but i don't remember it exactly they're like around a campfire
2: it's like the legend 227 who's the legend 227 some bullshit like that right brought to you by raid shadow legend they
1: all have the same script when they read when yeah they i know read all
0: that. who the fuck is playing raid shadow legend that's who i want to know the legend 227 i guess legend 227 but, but
1: you know the important thing is if you use their code, you start off with 60,000 gold.
0: Of course. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to start off with 60,000 gold in their first play of Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> use, I love playing Raid Shadow Legends. Use code. We don't have a name for this podcast yet to get your uh, to get your special. I love playing
2: Raid Shadow Legends bonus. while drinking a Coke Zero on my Casper mattress. <laughs> Sponsored by this fucking pillow. What the fuck this means? So I come. Whatever this means. <laughs> what the fuck this means? <laughs> Sorry, Gonza, for blocking I, you from the view. I was thrown off a little bit, by that. Yeah, know. okay. So, mind you, Gonzo and Sergio met recently. It's like the first time they meet this month. We played some soccer together. Yeah. And um, I'm pitching this idea to Gonzo. like, so you know, we're going to do a podcast. And Sergio, I kind of feel like Sergio's this mythological figure to my friends. <laughs> 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 mythological? F- okay. Because I I've talked about him. Means. I've talked about him before, but my friends had no idea who he was. The only thing we had was a very funny meme. And that's about it. A meme? Yes, a meme. What meme? This wasn't something I expected to make. <laughs> for oh some God. reason, that fucking line, we just... When something awry goes happen, we just refer to that this isn't something. You
0: showed that to your friends?
2: I didn't show it to my friends. I just played that audio on the thing, and then we just started <laughs> memeing around with it. <laughs> so you're just mythological movie guy. You to know what I know, but that's,
0: that's what I get. That's what I get for canceling the controller port. So... <laughs>
2: So, Sergio's is a great big albatross. No one actually knows or could confirm his existence until you guys actually met him. So, we were great goalie, by the way.
1: Amazing Elite fucking goalie. The best eight year old we've fucking
0: seen. I know. Stopping the shit out of any eight year old who comes my way.
2: (laughs) So, I text Gonzo the address, and we're all the way out here in the fucking boondocks they about to get adopted or abducted by the
0: Miccosukee tribe. About to get
1: bit <laughs> by alligators out here.
0: Oh, yeah. The fucking python's about to fly out. Yeah, I know. Every time I go out and have a smoke in my backyard, I got to deal with, like, wild boar. <laughs> 20 iguanas? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> he, I text him. like, oh, this is all the
2: way, like, out here. And I tell him right when we get here. I'm like, oh, yeah, if you go, like, past 157, there's nothing out there. There's, like, a fucking fence because you can't build past there whatever reason it is. So... He's already a little spooked out, that he's all the way out in no man's land. <laughs> and then there's just fucking trash there's all over trash his driveway, all
0: over the front of my fucking house because the guy who does our our garbage can't fucking hit the button right and get. All you have to do, all you have to do, is line up the the arms with the trash can, and then you just put the really trash not that hard. in the back of the trash compactor, whatever the fuck they put in there. But no, he's just just fucking flinging trash all over the goddamn place.
2: And then I sh- we get to the side of the studio. And here's a fucking pillow that says this side down. So I'm thinking this is this fucking sex pillow. It still could be a sex pillow. We didn't confirm what this and fucking you're, was. And are touching and I'm you're touching it with your bare hands. And I'm fucking touching his fucking age-old smegma. <laughs> you
1: just handled his kids,
2: man. I just handled his kids.
0: Jesus. But nothing. Many presidents and doctors and lawyers died on that <laughs> pillow. Now you're going to get the... They died to make this joke possible. <laughs>
1: Next up is the, the trash man that throws people's garbage out yeah, on the street. Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, we'll interview that guy. <laughs>
2: but you really are a mythological figure of some sort. Did I ever tell you a story of who I thought... Dude, I thought Sergio was the coolest kid in high school. I'm going to be honest with you, Gonzo. Because this man was the prototypical cool kid from like the 90s. Leather fucking jacket. Kept oh, to himself yeah. on a fucking corner in the mornings. Had his fucking girlfriend that only approached him when it was like the right time. He did shit his own way. He handled business. His All he own was way. missing was the Harley. All he missing was, was the fucking Harley. He had his Jimmy hair. Talk s-
0: about how I want a fucking hog right he now.
1: He had
2: his fucking hair slicked fucking back. I- this. Yes, he no, did. did yes, he did. I don't. Slick yes, you Yes, you to... do. This.
0: No, 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 no. I'm going yes. to correct you. I did not start putting product in my hair until the year 2019. Okay? Get okay? the fuck out yes, of here. I, I swear to God. Part of, part of my, my dig with my hair was that I wanted to do as little work on it as possible. You want to know how devoted I am to Uncharted? Every time I went to Supercuts to get my hair cut, I showed him a picture of Nathan Drake, and I said, <laughs> "Make cut my hair like this cartoon character, because I'm, you know, I'm a real person, right? And I want cartoon character hair on my head. But it worked, right? I had short hair, and it sort of like held itself up, and I didn't have to do anything to it. There's so those... no, I never put shit in my hair. No, no, no. Dude, that I, was know, I sure.
2: remember your hair being slicked back.
0: Well that's because you're remembering how you know, you're you're remembering the legend. You're not you're the, not remembering the truth. You know, the legend two through seven. The legend who plagiarized. The newspaper legend articles. Yes, that's true. I pre- I, I I performed <laughs> the, the cardinal <laughs> sin of, of, journalism of journalism and, and plagiarized my, my articles. And the only thing that saved me, and I guess I can say this now because we're many years removed, but the only thing that saved me was a uh, one article I wrote I think it was about like safe sex or something like that, like having to use condoms or some shit like that. I don't know. It was some some article about that. It was an opinion piece. And I remember struggling so hard to like, what am I going to say with this? What do I do here? And my mom actually came in and helped me with that piece. Like she actually wrote a good chunk of that. And I remember Fina telling me the only reason I'm not kicking you off of the staff is because I couldn't find that one story, which means I know somewhere in there there's a writer and she gave me another chance. And it was because of that chance that I was able to really develop an an, an appreciation for writing. Because I, I I've been writing scripts since the sixth grade, right? Like I remember I remember being in the cafeteria, and you know, I, I, one time I because I I have no command of Spanish, another hair story. You know, I I had no idea how to talk to my barber for the longest time. So I I I just you know I was just like okay okay okay. And one time he just basically shaved my fucking head, right? So I had kid, kids in the cafeteria calling me Cancer Boy and like no one wants to talk to me and I was basically like a leper and all that shit. So I'm basically <laughs> sitting horrible. to myself in the cafeteria just writing scripts to myself. But I didn't really appreciate the craft of writing until the newspaper. And I, I, I really didn't. And that's 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 where I learned really the 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 value of of being able to have a voice, you know, of really being able to develop that. And that I, mean that, I mean, that's why I, I love that fucking class so much, you know? And, I, and it really pissed me off that I didn't get editor-in-chief because I cared way more about that paper than anyone else on that paper did. Save that story for Sunday. Yeah, I will save that fucking story for Sunday, and I'll save the fact that Fina told me herself that it was a fucking mistake. Get the fuck out of here. Are you fucking serious? Maybe I dreamt that. But, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I don't want to hold her to anything. I don't remember her saying so. But um, yo. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, your life ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, I guess right.
1: Real quick, going back to Uncharted, did you ever see the fan film?
0: Oh, the one with Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That, that show was great.
1: That's when when you said uh, if a twenty four gave you a blank check. I think we should make an uncharted movie. Aren't they Dude, making one? Honest to God, but every I, with time Tom
0: Holland. Every time I see an, an article for that movie, I I, I tweet I tweet Sony pictures. I'm like, guys, hold off a little longer. I'm almost getting my career started. Once I get this shit going, I will do it right for you. And I just I don't understand what the what, what the goal is here. Like the adventures of child Nathan Drake or something with Tom Holland. Yeah, I don't I mean, get that. He's really, who would really you cast? young. Who would you cast right now? As right Nathan now, Drake? who would I cast? Here's the thing. Ten years ago, I would have cast Bradley Cooper and he would have been perfect for it. Um, and even the thing is Bradley Cooper's like a little too old right now for it. Like he, how he's how old is he? He's like in his forties, you know. Ah. You need you need someone who's in their 30s. And like Chris Pratt's a great choice. Chris but Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt's right. been a very vocal about how he does, how he doesn't want to do it and he has no interest in it and, and all Wasn't that
1: Indiana Jones though? Or was it Uncharted?
0: I, I think it was Uncharted. I could be wrong. It, it could have been Indiana Jones. But I mean, he would be a great choice for it, you know, and he fits sort of the mold, you know, mm-hmm. and he's got the 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 big, you know, hunkness to him, you know, when he wants to be. Right? He can be pudgy when he needs to be too. Um, Fifteen ten years ago, Nathan Fillion would Fillion would have been perfect for that. Yeah, Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion, or Bradley Cooper—that that's who I was saying for the longest time. Bruce Campbell as uh, as Sully, he could still do Sully, honest to God. Bruce Campbell, he he totally fits the mold for that character. I was hearing uh, Brian Cranston for Sully. Fans wanted him. I would love to see that, but I cool. I just I don't I don't know if I have any faith in Sony Pictures to 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 make this thing. Who's Elena? Decent, <laughs> Elena. A long time ago, I would have said Brie Larson, but I I, I retract that uh that that choice. No no no. After uh, after some more recent uh, performances, <laughs> you know
2: who would have been a good Elena? Looking back at it, maybe Gonzo agrees. I feel like Kira Knightley. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I could see it, yeah. but now she's too old. No,
2: nah, she could still play it. How old is she? She could probably get away. What with happened quiet? to Kira Knightley? It was pirates of the Caribbean. That's it.
0: Kira Knightley. Yeah, she's just sitting on that pirate's money. Maybe I don't know pirate's booty. Yeah, the pirate's booty. <laughs> well, she's literally sitting on the pirate's booty because she became a pirate, right?
1: Kira Knightley, in top notch, top notch actress.
0: Um, who else could do it? I'm trying to think of actresses I've seen lately. Charlie
2: um, Cutter is uh, who's the guy in Crank?
0: Oh my god, fucking Jason Statham. It has to it be Jason Statham. Of course. Cutter has to be Jason course, Statham. No, of course, of course it has, to be, it has Statham. to be modeled after Jason that, Statham. That would, that yeah. Has, yeah. The character
2: is Jason Statham. Yeah. I just blew the audio. I just realized that. Yeah, no, Did they base totally that character off of
1: Jason Statham? No, I'm actually. Wondering Cutter, that.
2: Cutter is Jason Statham. Like, yeah, of course. Who else is it going to be? What other b- bald British round guy are they going to find? Uh, guy Richie? No. No. <laughs> But I kinda
1: understand why they're doing Tom Holland because we've already seen old Drake in the video games. That's basically a movie that you play through.
0: No, and that's that's the thing too, right? Is that what makes those games so so compelling is that they're action movies that you get to participate in. But if you're watching them just as movies on their own, they're like not like that good, you know? I mean I don't get me wrong, I love those characters, but it's not it's nowhere near as engaging as, say, like an like an Indiana Jones or or anything like that. I mean, you don't know. So until... if, if they're just gonna take that and just try to transplant that into the film, that's that's not gonna work. They, it it works for that medium because that's what it was designed for. They have to find a way, and that's what happens with a lot of these video game movies where they just try to take the story and they just try to port that over to a film and it never works because what they're trying what they need to capture is the experience of playing that game the experience of actually engaging with the game and going on that adventure and going through that thing they have to find a way to 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 transplant that feeling to an so audience. So there's
2: no way like an A24 could actually make an uncharted because you no. make it seem like it's a summer blockbuster. No, they don't It can make... only be a summer yeah, blockbuster. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Columbia's
0: need... the only studio that's gonna make that movie. You need yeah, that no. big money to make that movie. No, A24 makes you know like eighth no, no. grade and Moonlight. No, and, I mean and... I wasn't
2: I didn't wasn't serious when I said like A24. I was saying but like that would be like the dream company to work for now because everything they touch fucking turns to gold.
0: Yeah, believe me, I've I I have scripts where you know when every time I look at it I'm like one. Day, I'll pitch this shit to A twenty four and they'll they'll be all over it, but you know. Wasn't the Joker like an A twenty four movie? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't call that one an A twenty four movie. I mean I think that movie had like a budget of like fifty million dollars or something. Yeah, it was it wasn't that expensive. Most most A twenty four movies I've seen don't don't go over 30. I mean
2: no, but they're big budget for independent. Oh sure. They for are independent monstrous. yes they're
0: they're, they're probably the biggest name in independent film right now for sure. You know, and Uncut Gems I think just like blue, like any performance metrics or anything out of the water, like it's their best performing movie that they've ever put out. So I'm sure that they're gonna get to put out way more, you know, interesting and more expensive indie films. I, don't get me wrong, I, I, I love that company. I love the movies that they put out. They, 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 they really have their their finger on the pulse, you know. But, but I don't know. It, the movie I want to make, right, is that is the Cuba movie I was telling you about. You know that that's the movie I want to make. But I don't know if A24 could even. Get that done. Yeah, no. know. whoever whoever's paying for Tarantino's movies, which I think the last one was done by Columbia Pictures. Um, you know, that that's that's the one, right? So Well, I guess that's the thing, right? If I have to do a studio movie, then I have to abide by studio law. You know what would probably be terrible? They'd make me, you know, make the uncharted movie. And I'd have to I'd have to listen to whoever, you know,
2: and that'd force you to quit and be be like, "No, I can't do this." That would be your breaking point.
0: Well, it depends on what they ask me to do.
2: What would be a breaking point?
0: Um,
2: well, it would be your the scene where you walk out to save your creative dignity?
0: Uh, shit. Okay.
2: Um, How about instead of Nathan Drake and friends, we all make them into animals that talk? <laughs> would that be the point you walk out?
0: Yeah, no, I wouldn't have even gone to that meeting. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I would have fired my manager at that point. My manager, my agent, whoever got me that role or that gig. Yeah, no, I would have fired him.
2: Would I be your agent, your meme agent? Remember in in Louis how he had that child agent? I was like twelve years old.
0: Oh yeah, the like the redheaded kid. Yeah, yeah, that shit. <laughs> that shit's funny. <laughs> um, well, shit. All right. Well, we've been talking for about an hour and twelve minutes, and about two of that was actually about Gonzo. So all
2: right. So now it's back to Gonzo. Is it? It is back to Gonzo. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's what you
0: built up. Is that what we're building up? This well, show <laughs> show's about 15 minutes from wrapping up, my friend.
1: But we could finish on that. That's fine.
2: All right. Well, Gonzo, tell us. What's one thing you want to know about Gonzo from that you don't know? There's a lot that I don't know about Gonzo either, but what's one thing you don't know from an outsider?
0: Why soccer?
2: Um,
1: I'm guessing it's because it was the closest thing to my house that my parents could sign me up for.
0: Oh, so you were like on a like a team? Yeah. Okay, like a little and new kind
1: of thing. Tamiami, yeah. And ever ever since then, I've just liked the sport, and I I'm not in the team now. I never played for for high school or anything. Why didn't you I never
2: just, well, try out, dude? I think you really could. I mean, you don't have the stamina, but I imagine you could develop the stamina in high school. No,
1: yeah, in high school I did have the stamina.
2: So then why didn't you never?
1: But I mean, I I didn't really. I just found it more fun playing in parks with my friends. I didn't really want to try and play competitive because i after playing in that youth league
2: you just grew disillusioned by it
1: i didn't really like the the competitive the competitiveness i just played it for fun ever mm-hmm. since then and yeah i also i watch it i also play basketball and watch basketball i recently got into a fo- american football because of the fantasy football leagues this is the first year i've ever done a fantasy football league. and he's about to oh, win the
2: championship shit. in our shitty league He's going up yeah. against me. The shitty I,
1: league. I got third place in the one where it was like a $20 entry, but now in the free one,
2: I'm oh, about, about to beat, beat this guy. Me. Yeah, he's about to beat me. Oh, I thought shit. it was over,
1: but it's two weeks also it's, the final. League, league
0: is so shitty, dude. But I, do you do your research, or are you just sort of like picking who sounds the best?
1: I just go by the by the rankings. The when rankings? In terms of like drafting, I, I, I didn't really know. Now I'm more familiar with players because mm-hmm. I actually followed it. But when drafting, I just BS my way through it.
0: I don't know. I just, I could never, I mean, whatever. We played soccer, right? We played soccer and played flag, but like just being as a kid, I could never get into sports. I I just, I don't, do you feel it never clicked with me? Do you, let me ask you a question.
2: Were you, I don't think like you're overweight or like seriously overweight. Like, you are you look fine, (laughs) but were you
0: heavier when you were a kid? No. No, I was a very lean kid. I was a very, very lean kid. Honest that's to so God, I didn't. I didn't get overweight until I got into a long-term relationship. That's so. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. And I ate whatever the fuck I wanted.
1: You during the controller report, because I used to. I used to see it because David told me about it. You used to be bigger then, right.
0: Uh yeah, for a good chunk of that, I was. Um, You're at 200 at a point. No, I've never. I've never broken 200. You're like 195. Never, not once. But yes, no. Well, 195. I was at 195. This past uh, September. And Are you I, and serious? I, and I lost like 15 pounds. Yeah. Um, but during the controller report, I mean, yeah, I was... I, I mean, I've been with Kate for like four and a half years. So, I mean, I I just stopped giving a shit, right? I thought I was going to marry that girl. So, it's like, all right, I don't need to fucking care about this shit anymore. So, I just ate whatever I wanted. I think I was at like 192 or something like that toward uh, toward the end of the show. And then, in like a month, I lost like 20 pounds. You know, I mean, that depression will do that to you. But, um, but yeah, you know, I I just I you know I never really I never really gave much of a shit. I didn't really start regularly exercising until actually after, after that after after she dumped me. That was yeah, the first I time I really started giving a shit about exercise. And very recently, I've been very bad at it because you know it's either been like super super cold whenever I want to go ride the bike or it's raining. So yeah. I've, I've been thinking about like joining a gym or something and like actually like trying to get into get into a regular rhythm again because you know I I'm pretty good at maintaining this right now but that's only because i'm skipping certain meals <laughs> not intentionally you know You're i just i get i get caught up with like work and stuff like that so but um i got you but yeah i just i never i never i never got bit by by the sports bug you know and my 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 dad tried i mean god god help him did he try He tried to get me into football baseball anything and i just like he, he like one, one, one year they bought me that uh that that baseball thing you tie it to a tree and it oh, sort of like yeah. spins around. I had And of we those. were out there for like five minutes and he was like throwing the ball and I'm like trying to hit it and I'm like I, can I just go inside? <laughs> and he's defeated. He's like, I mean, sports aren't for go. everyone. No, yeah, that's true. It just I guess our. I experience... know, but I feel like I missed out on something because of it. You know, like I, I, I feel like I missed out on a certain certain quality of certain, childhood, a about certain it.
2: camaraderie. Because of it
0: Yeah because I think There's a certain degree Of like You Did know you have an Responsibility isol- and teamwork That you develop When you when you play a sport Did you have an isolated childhood? Um, To some extent
2: Sure I mean I think that plays a part in it Because I don't know Like when I think When Sergio says I was never into sports I always think about Like when it's like PE And he's just there in a corner And everyone's like Playing like kickball or something
1: I mean I liked sports But at the same time I was I was like I'd say I was introverted Really? Uh, yeah and I still played sports. Have you ever done sports? Th- was like a good way to like meet and communicate. For, with force yourself
0: to be around other yeah. people.
2: Yeah. Have you ever taken the personality test, Alonso?
0: <laughs> no. The
2: four letter like ISFJ um, Myers e Briggs. F- the Myers Briggs test. No, I've never taken. You it. never <laughs> taken that? I'm super curious to see what you are now. Because technically, what would you say from me? Would you say I'm extroverted or introverted?
0: Um. No, I would say you're way more extroverted than anything else. Because I, was, I, I scored introverted on my test. Really? Yeah. Well, you're introverted when we're trying to pick up chicks at the bar. That's for sure. <laughs> <coughs> that's another that's another
1: situation <laughs> where I find it. It also forces you to communicate like I don't know, but like I never really had any anxiety talking to girls or anything. Mm-hmm.
2: But I'm super curious when you say that, because I mean, I think you're a pretty like good looking dude, Gonza, but like you don't. Ever like worry about their stress? It's true. Like he never stresses himself out about it, worries about it. But at the same time, well, like, because he's doing it right,
0: David. <laughs> no, yeah, I guess I mean, he has honestly. the secret. I guess he has the secret.
2: I mean, not really.
0: Well, what the, the, secret, the, the secret is not giving a shit, right? The secret is not letting it, you know, run how you. Yeah, conduct I really, yourself. I
1: really don't. It really doesn't bother me.
0: What's uh,
2: what's your play, Gonzo? When you see a cute girl in class, cute girl in class. I mean, do do you have the notes? Do you have the notes? Or a lot of times
1: those classes require groups, which is where the WhatsApp groups come in and you mm-hmm. get the groups. Right, right. Then that gives you like a little entry and then that's when you start, I guess, communicating you can like and work get more friendly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then whatever comes after that, Dude, you I, work
2: towards it. I remember had this one group project. It was literally my last semester at UCF. Maria Gonzalez.
0: Are you hmm. about to give out her
1: address and her
0: social no. security number too? Why do you have to give out her full name? Her first name is enough.
1: <laughs> but I mean, how many Maria Gonzalez? Is, a, yeah, you, there's, thank there's, you. We're sure, living in Miami. That's a very basic name. Right. I will give you we're that. We're living in Miami. There's probably like But this is 10, also the internet. Yeah, 20, Gonzalez 30, 40,000. I probably know five. She and was none of them uh, are she's from the
2: Caribbean. A Caribbean country, let's say that. Yeah, no, let's just okay. Make it easier that narrows to
1: find her. it down. That
2: narrows it down. <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> with how many Marie Gonzalez's are there from the Caribbean? Trillions. Okay, w- what
1: what I what is the school? Caribbean? <laughs> let's narrow yes. it down what, even what, more. What, what
0: province? <laughs> <laughs> what zip code?
3: No,
2: she was just uh, she was a sociology major and she took some history classes, I guess, for like her minor or like requirement agenda, whatever. Mm-hmm. But dude, she was so it was just like because you would understand, like. Gonzo's like the only guy I know that he doesn't stress out. Like he's a Zen master when it comes to like women. I never hear you say like a word or stress out about women or anything compared to like me, Alex. Well, no, Alex I don't hear much of, but I have heard Alex say some stuff. I mean,
1: Alex also right now, he has a girlfriend.
2: Yeah, that's true. (coughs) That's true. Yeah, that'll definitely increase your stress level about women. But Adel, Sam, not Sam so much, but like definitely I've heard him before. Victor, Sergio, And it's just, like, this constant, like, stress when it comes to, like, women. But, like, Gonzo's, like, the Zen master where he just doesn't care or nothing like that. (coughs) But, um, I remember. Because, so, you know, he got that same mindset living in high school and college, you know. This whole college experience. Oh, you're supposed to do this and this and drink and get (coughs) girls and whatever. Obviously, that wasn't really the case. I graduated before I was even 21, so I couldn't even go to a bar legally. And I was too scared to buy a fake ID. So, um... I remember, and the history and the history major was such a shit show. I loved my major, I loved what I studied, but all it was a cock fest. It was a cock festival of men, testicle festival. It was a testicle festival, and what it was was a fucking dick measuring competition between who had the, the stupidest ideas. All you had these are the freaking guys that are like, ooh. Uh, Stalin was a genius, <gasps> like those type of fucks. But even then, those even types of fuck. Hitler, Hitler was really a cokehead that he fucked up just because of this. If he not, was a cokehead. Yeah, some, bull- <laughs> some random bullshit. Like I don't give a fuck about. Like I'm here to learn, like how to be a historian, how to write history, like and what how to I pick mean? up chicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. <laughs> but you know, just it le- it lent itself to this, some type of certain type of individual that's just like really. I hate to say it But like really Uncomfortable and like You wouldn't wanna that, did, that, that didn't fit well With my personality mm-hmm. And also like There's no women there So <laughs> whenever There was a girl I was like oh. You know like desperate You know like That joke you know we do where there's A lot of women Gynecology
1: <laughs> You're not wrong there <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I remember and we just so he has like a research project or you're studying something like <coughs> that. You know how it is. You ask what like Sam says, you always ask questions you already know the answer to. Do you have the notes hobas class? You know, I'm such dumb. a dumb play. <laughs> what class are we in?
3: What class <laughs> are we? What class are we in? <laughs> what, class are we in? <laughs> <laughs> what class is this? Uh.
1: but even then, like I'm at FIU now.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm well, 25. You're, studi- you're studying what I'm actually going to go to grad school for, so I'm very interested in that to see how it is for like you. Like
1: I'm 25 now, and I've never drank.
2: You've never had an ounce, a drop I of never, alcohol. and you've I've never, never
1: had the need to. I've never wanted it to.
2: You never had the, temp- the temptation. Never. No one's ever pressured you.
1: Never. Never drank. Never smoked. Never no done one's, anything.
2: No, but no one's pressured you to smoke, drink, nothing like that. No wow they have good company then, gonzo
1: like there's always like for example you know i don't want to say any names but when we used to play soccer the people we played soccer with yeah those t- those guys would always offer yo you want to smoke no and then they 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 wouldn't they need, I, I always told them i don't do that you know well, what i'm saying
2: no i get what you're saying because they definitely were adults already by the time like we're out of high school and all that but you didn't feel that pressure just to, like Fit in no. in high school. I didn't. I never did none of that. I in high never school, cared
1: but. about fitting in. That's the thing. My friend, like my friends, I've always I've had the same group of friends since since uh, ninth grade, and all the other cool kids. Like I talked to them, but I never wanted to, you know, to hang out with them or anything. I just wanted to be with my friends. You get me? That's so great.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, and as simple as it says, makes it sound. I find that so crazy in a way because i always felt like we've always especially in coral park everyone we know always wants like to be known to be recognized and that's not a coral park thing that's just i feel like a human thing right like you always want to have that spotlight on well you. that's you always, that's
0: certainly uh you to an uh, extent that's right? certainly a product of of the time that we live in right i mean facebook and twitter and the way these sort of apps design you know they they engineer your 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 brain to want validation for your you know for whatever it is that you're eating you take a picture of it or wherever you are you take a picture of it and hope people comment and like on it but i mean yes of course it is a human thing to want to be witnessed and validated you know but i mean i you know i, I i've done both of those things right but i never <laughs> i never did either of them for uh, to, to fit in or anything like that you know i mean i i i don't know i 'm I'm, I'm, I've heard that before, yes, but I, I I don't think I've ever succumbed to 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 peer pressure because of it you know it was more just a curiosity about what exactly the the substance was you know more than anything else but okay so you're you're studying the same thing that you, you the what is it, diplomat he's international international relations. relations international relations I'm gonna get I'm graduating
1: with a bachelor's in summer okay so what how did you how did you land on that? I mean, a lot of indecisiveness and then just saying to myself, well, I like to, I, I like to travel, I like other countries, so, you know, I want to get into something where, like, you study other countries, or other nations, and basically just like that, nothing, nothing in specific, really.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what's, what's the track on that, like? Like once you're out of there, like what, where, where, where do you start with that? That's
2: why I'm gonna follow Gonzo very closely, to see what his next move is, because <laughs> that's a good question. I will follow your career with great interest. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't. From what I've done research, I mean, you're gonna do an internship in the spring semester, right? Yeah. So I guess a lot of it's the deal with like nonprofits, government organizations, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm
1: sure down here there's plenty of those.
2: Oh yeah, especially like Latin America and all that. There's a bunch yeah. of like non-profits in Latin America. I mean, I really don't know. I mean, it's it could be anything, because also it could be you could work for the Civil Service, you could work for the Foreign Service, and that could mean anything from, like, dealing with passports to leading, like, treaties or helping, like, treaties get signed between countries. I'm
1: sure I'll find my way eventually. Eventually. Eventually.
2: I just find that really interesting to see. Well, especially for the South Florida markets, if I stay here for grad school, then we're both essentially going to be into the same thing. Well, you
0: seem pretty decided on, on going out to, to New York no?
2: I mean, all Seton Hall, Albany Like, yeah, if they accept me If the money's right mm-hmm. If not, like, we're already actually looking for apartments down here
1: Yeah, that'd be pretty interesting if we got to do that
2: Yeah we're. I'm
1: really down for that
2: I would actually be very interested Because either way, I just want to, like, you know Have the independence again that I have Just to cook something again for myself <laughs> I miss that you
0: can't, you can't cook for yourself at your house? I
2: could, I could I could and I make breakfast for myself and all yeah, that. Yeah, but, but, but there's his
0: miss, family's
1: around. I just Texas miss. Season,
2: so. I just miss like you know, coming back from work, defrosting the chickens, just putting it on the grill, eating whatever I want to eat. Yeah,
0: I, I stayed home for college, so I I never I never had that experience. Oh, uh, I mean, I I'll be honest with you, I am I am itching to get the fuck out of here, especially since I have the money saved up for L.A. Like I mean, I I it could. I I could at any moment hit the button, right? The only thing keeping me here is the fact that I want to make this movie next year, you know. But if that wasn't a factor, I I actually, if I wasn't making that movie, I would be in L.A. right now. Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I remember. Would have, that. I would have already left. The plan was for you to leave in December. Yeah, I remember that.
1: This movie, like, what do you mean make a movie? Like, actually go out and shoot it? Yeah. Like you're getting. I mean, a that's crew? what I used to do. You're getting a crew and everything.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So I've I've worked with a guy, a director of photography, and. um you know he he does you know he has a photography studio and all that and he's he's a light wizard you know the he the way he makes an image look is just it's fantastic finding an actual DP was probably the best thing I ever did for any of my films um, he's really the only person I can depend on at the moment um, and really after that it's just going to be trying to find the right actors trying to find the sound guy trying to find an AD and What's just an AD? A assistant director so you know the so typically another is, set of eyeballs. Well, it's not just another set of I. No, no, it's not like we're directing the movie together. Usually, the assistant director is like making sure that everyone's like running on schedule, and like that's usually the guy with the clapper, and like oh. you know. So it, he's he's more in charge of like uh, on set uh, responsibilities, and so that way I can focus on working with the actor. Like he'll interface with you know whoever the grip department or you know the director of photography, and you know, send messages back and forth between me and other people so that I can, you know, stay with the actor because a big problem with a lot of my first films was just I'm wearing too many hats, you know, like i'm I'm director, I'm director of photography, I'm writer, I'm producer. I'm like, I'm basically stretched across seven different disciplines and everything's suffering because of that. Um, but yes, to 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 answer your question, the the idea is hopefully, you know, maybe by June or July of next year that we'll actually be shooting something. You know, You're,
1: you ever need an extra, let me know, man.
0: I am gonna need extras. <laughs> yeah, no, for for real. I there can't. there are scenes in 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 uh, in, in bars and 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 yeah, a couple of other places that man. that I'm definitely gonna need extras for. I mean, I'm gonna have to pull every favor that I've ever I've ever earned. <laughs> Or <laughs> or not, Can you know? imagine a
2: scene, like a, 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 a dialogue
0: scene between just you and
2: Alex at a bar? I'll
1: be the bad guy if you want me to, bro. I don't care.
2: <laughs> a, a dialogue between you and Alex at a bar. And just like, just try to be 100% serious. Well, here's I the thing,
1: right? I've always found acting interesting. Like, I think
2: acting is interesting. And I like hanging out with Sergio because I see like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, but, like how it is. But acting is not easy. No, I can
0: tell you that. Did I ever act in one not, of your movies? No, I don't think you've ever acted good because I think I'm too nervous. to big. Like, uh. I think the I think one of the only roles you've ever filled is a uh, light stand. Yep. your
1: guy. Acting also is not just doing what you think, it's getting
0: um
2: the what the director wants. Yeah. The vision of the director. Right.
0: I mean really really acting is, is about finding whatever the emotion is of the character and, and expressing that, right? And yeah. part and part of that is also it's it's understanding who the person you're playing is and what they want and, and why they're doing what they want and then that interacting with someone else in the scene who typically does, wants the exact opposite of what you want. And the conflict comes from the fact that you two want something opposing, right? And you're 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 fighting over it, right? You're both fighting to try to get something else. Um, but no, so you're you're saying that like being an extra would be really really fun. Like I, I you know, I don't want to like burst anyone's bubble here, but if you're an extra typically, you're not actually talking like in yeah, the back yeah. like you're yeah, just David. pretending to talk. <laughs> No, no, no! But for real, because you know, like some some people, you know, they're, they're, they might come in. Oh, you know, yeah, we'll just hang on in the background. It's like, yeah, you have to pretend that you're talking. No one's actually talking. Just, There's no audio because I you know, need to capture the audio of the actors. I know the actors. Yeah. I
2: know that. but I'm just saying. I'm imagining my mind. It's like you don't know, like you have never met Alex. He's a, a big meme <laughs> friend of ours. And is Alex not,
0: the one who wants to get into film?
2: No, that's Victor. That's Victor. That's Victor. I have to set you up. With. Yeah, we
0: got to have him on the show.
2: Oh, that would be very interesting.
0: Well, because you, you told me that he wanted to talk about film and stuff like that. So, I mean, th- this is the perfect avenue And he's going
2: to do the same program as you as you did. Oh, God. i set you up with him. Okay,
0: yeah, I have to talk him out of that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have to set you up with him. The
2: new, the new Russo brothers.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, I mean, I know
2: that. I just imagine the same. We have this friend, Alex, and I think he'd be a really good podcast guest. Because Alex, I think, is very hidden. Yeah. Alex is very hidden. But... This is a guy. okay, let me give you an idea of who this man is. All right, so I didn't finish the monopoly story. There was a monopoly story. I yeah missed There is a monopoly story. So basically, yeah, we'll wrap it up with a monopoly story.: I think this console generation flat out sucked Dick.
1: It's because you played the wrong games. Some gems in there. I wouldn't say it's, it was You played hard, the wrong games, There. I didn't play the wrong games. Simply as that. Monopoly, as that.
2: Monopoly is the best game of the console generation. Oh to get the multiplayer experience, I won. It, it's literally Monopoly. I'm not even bullshitting you. I don't know why I let you tilt
0: me so fucking hard. Like, I know you're doing it on purpose. Like, I know that in my head, and yet it still gets me. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, this kid... Monopoly. Ask Ask
2: Gonzo. Monopoly literally is one of the best online experiences. Monopoly is fun. It's fun. I, no, I don't doubt it. Like, I tell It's persisted I, it's for full decades. I, full of memes. I tell. Yo, it, I call memes. this guy every week, Gonzo, to tell him, "Yo, get it. I'll I'll Venmo you the money. I'll Venmo you fifteen dollars if you really want it. If you're that desperate." And he's like, "No, I'm not going to give money to Ubisoft, to Ubisoft, whatever, <laughs> whatever fucking hill he stands on."
0: Wait, you say the same thing? Or are no, you talking no. about me? You, okay, okay, you're, you're talking view, about me. You. Okay. I miss that. I have problems
1: with Ubisoft, but I don't mind giving them my money.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it's just, it is really the best online experience you have. In my, of the PS4 generation. And I find that freaking hilarious because I think it's that and that's you.
1: It's an hour and a half to two hours of. Just bullshit. Mm -hmm. Just bullshit. Messing with each other.
2: And And we have this friend named Alex. And he's just the biggest bullshitter of life. And he'll fucking haunt you. And call you at all hours of the day and of the night just to say, your rent is due.
1: Not only that. Whenever
2: you fucking landed on his properties. Yesterday, in the middle of the fucking movie, he called me. I'm like, no, fuck <laughs> this. I'm not going to answer. I get a voicemail. I play it in the car. Your rent is due. Not only and that. That's when... He'll hang up the phone. <laughs> when
1: he's going down, he makes sure to take everyone down with him. <laughs> oh, and you're
2: the same fucking bullshit, too, Gonzo. I mean, you're the same bullshit, too. He got it for me. He got it for me. You're the same bullshit too gonzo because you know what you do you're like oh don't worry guys like we're gonna all get properties together we're gonna we're in this together don't worry and for the most part that's true but whenever like the big deal is about to happen so we both end up with like monopolies or something like, yo give me that oh and i also need like 500 bucks man i'm sorry I'm like, no, what the fuck? That wasn't part of the deal. And you're like, dude, and then he'll fucking spite you and trade with someone else because you don't want to give him the fucking cash that wasn't promised. That's Monopoly, man. That's Monopoly. That's, that's monopoly. fucking bullshit. That's we're life. trying to, we're trying to fucking win here. But that's like, you have to help in this. We got like a team of five, including Joe. You could be sick. We could have
0: six-player games all day. Well, because what you're setting up right now is is a Monopoly live stream. Is what is yeah, what you're setting up, yeah, right? I'm super. But we only dumb. have four microphones we gotta get on that shit that's tough well since alex is the meme king right i guess he would be the fourth fourth not only here.
1: monopoly but there's another game oh I played with David. my god i don't know if you ever played it it's one night ultimate werewolf
2: that's such fucking bullshit that game <laughs> that voice is a fucking A meme. live stream
1: of that game would be the the memiest meme of memes okay It's I it's crazy the way
2: werewolves Wake up
1: that game. I love that game. One of my favorite uh, dude, you party c- games.
2: We gotta have a game night We yeah. gotta have a game night, dude did, did Alex get all those board games
0: for that? reason? Yeah, those
1: are I mean those are his cuz I guess he plays it with his with his family or whatever But
0: yeah, he's always had cards against humanity and all that. We got to get together and I play got that cards there, cards And uh, what, what was the other one taboo after after dark which is like a bunch of like sex. Games shit. are hilarious <laughs> It's fucking fun as hell? Speaking of sex shit, I guess we're
2: going to sign out from this podcast with our sponsor Spermapalooza. <laughs> Sergio, show
0: well, how much you got. Yeah, do you want the, the, would, it, would anyone like some some uh, sperm? I'm good on that. You no, know, you sure? Yeah, you I produce want. my own. I, I think I think it should be like a like a tradition on on the on the set Oh, some, we get the guest that, that the someone's got to take that. a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Someone,
1: Start, start that tradition with the next week. Next week? Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: That's the tradition everyone's going to want to start it next week. That's
1: more of an episode four type of tradition. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> episode four, a new nut. A new <laughs> nut. Yeah. Well, Gonzo, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to tell you that you're welcome to come on whenever you want. For sure. It's fun having you here. It was awesome.
2: Well, thank you, Gonzo, for being our first official guest of Sergio and David Presents. You
0: know, not the last time. Though. You were saying this. not the last you, time. You you said story time in in the middle of the show and for some reason it clicked in my head that we should just call it Story Time Presents. Storytime Company? Is that what you want to call? It? No, Story Time Presents. Okay. Yeah.
2: But the only thing I there feel we go. like I I feel like it's fantastic. The only thing I feel like with it being Story Time Presents is that for example, this is like what an hour, ninety-minute podcast. Yeah, it was a specific for like twenty minutes. Yeah, I agree with you. So, but you we, we need we story?
0: need we need to figure out exactly how we're going to uh to gauge this, you know? Because I mean, part of the part of what makes the podcast fun is that it can also go in those directions, right? And yeah. it's not like this is the only time we're ever going to get him, right? No, I'll be back. I mean, for he'll sure. yeah, he'll be back, right? So there's other things that we can talk about. It doesn't always because here's the thing, right? Is if every single episode is about okay. We're gonna get your life story and who you are and what you're doing and where you're going and all that. You can really only do that like one or two times, yeah. right? And then you can't have and the you guy can't have back, that on. Then, back on. And then you're right. You know. You know what I kind of wished, but I, I do agree. We need more structure. Yeah, we need more structure.
2: You know what I kind of wish. We well, you know what we should do. Hmm. We should do something like hot wings where it's like a hot, 10 minute hot wings you ever seen hot you know ones? hot, hot ones. ones hot ones okay <laughs> you know you know hot ones you know what it is right yeah, Gonzo? i feel like we should do like a 10 minute rapid fire round with our guests and we make them like eat something uncomfortable and we just oh, fucking str- and awesome. we just pepper make them with be eat awesome. something uncomfortable and we fucking pepper them with questions i would do that well, for the content. Rip off, i would then. do that for the content Okay, well, no okay, maybe not mind. make him... Or, Well, you know, it is a ripoff, because then James Corden does the same thing, right, on his late night show?
1: No, I think he does... Uh, and he's like,
2: you eat something disgusting, you have to tell us something, yeah. like, 100%. Because that, that's what happened with with uh, Kendall a couple weeks ago, right? That she had to, like... It was either eat something disgusting, or, like, rank like your it sisters in terms of guts, being moms.
1: fill your guts or spill your guts. That's yes. what I'm
0: talking about. Fill your
1: guts or we spill We had to your create guts? something yeah.
2: like that, where we, we either it's, like, rapid fire, we ask him to, like questions that, and, to, cool. and they have to like they don't have time to just like say whatever is on their mind or i don't know it, it just feels em. like gimmicky to me
0: you, you don't think that's gimmicky
2: i feel like it is gimmicky unless we actually come up with like structured but, i mean it could kind
1: have of like a fun element towards the end sure there are maybe people will look forward to who knows the only way you'll know is off audience
2: you see what we do is that we bake a weed brownie well, okay, here's the problem. <laughs> and then we give it to the guests first. <laughs> and we don't tell them. We don't, okay, so then we, we, we dose them. We so drug you're them. We're committing, we dro- committing a crime. Yeah, we, we drug on, them. On we camera. commit a ca-
0: crime on camera. Okay, I, I we just, just want to be clear that's, that's. that that's only happening on the David cam, <laughs> and David can hand them the brownie, and I will be nowhere near the I'm studio. Press, at I'm that pressing point. charges.
1: I'll just let you know. I'm, I'm pressing, pressing charges.
0: charges. Yeah, what, what'd you put in my water, David? <laughs> uh... Well, okay, no. Either you answer you answer a question or you have to drink the nut. It <laughs> will start that next episode. Is that next episode?
1: Anything but the nut. I'd rather anything eat the but world's, The, nut. That's the what it's world's called. hottest pepper, but the nut. <laughs> anything
0: but the nut. <laughs> Maybe that should be the podcast name. No, no. <laughs> oh no. no, no, man, we're gonna have professionals on this show. We can't call it anything but the nut.
2: But we don't tell them what the nut is. We <laughs> just show them like a we show them like a walnut at the beginning. Oh yeah, you could yeah, abbreviate, crack it open and you, that thing pops out. You
1: could abbreviate nut like N U T. Yeah,
2: and then we crack. We have a walnut. The size of Texas, and then we crack it open. Yeah, and that comes out. This is the real nut. The real nut. <laughs> All right. Well,
0: you're the real nut. So dude. what? Are, so are we decided on 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 story time presents or or what? I'm good with that. You're good with that? I'm good with that. Okay. So then now I got to figure out how to get this fucking thing on Spotify and iTunes. Do we have to pay for that that or no? Um, Last time I tried to put a podcast on iTunes, I didn't have to pay for that. I don't know what Spotify, what the rules are for Spotify, though. Do you know how funny it would be if we're on Spotify? I could just listen to it on my my morning drive? That's. I mean, that's the plan. I want the podcast to be in as many places as possible. No, of course. I I want as many people... Uh, who want to listen to it? Listen to it, however they want to listen. So you never got Mike boy back. Um, I mean he hasn't commented.
2: You know, boy, if you're out there, please leave a comment just to make sure you're okay. All right, I think that concludes our first episode of Storytime, first official episode with the title and with the guest. That's great. I was on the
0: first episode.
2: Yeah, yeah, the first one. We wish we actually. So this is
0: the real show. This is this is the real episode one.
2: (laughs) I feel like, damn, I wish we would have gave something to Gon- created something for Gonzo for being our first. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll be back, man. We'll I present you with the ceremonial <laughs> we'll <be
1: back>. nut. <laughs> I'll pass on that. You'll pass.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll be back, though. Don't no, worry. Do you, want, do, you want a, do you want a scorpion lollipop? No. no. What? What, what, it, what do you have here? I have a stepfather with a weird sense of humor. That's what I have. What's a scorpion lollipop? Give that to a kid on Halloween. It's exactly what it looks like. It's a scorpion in a lollipop. It's high in protein. And I believe you. All right,
1: well. It's all about the protein. You know what else is <laughs> high in protein? The nut. <laughs>
2: that's true. And I think that will sign us off. Um, that's Sergio. I'm David. This is Gonzo, and we're signing off. All right, stay tuned for next week. Bye.